skin and blister. We're two sisters. Supporting each other from across the pond. Hello there. It is a Wednesday morning in the new year, and we are on Skin and Blister Pod. Happy New How Year, is everyone folks. today. <laughs> Happy New Year! That was very loud, says just FYI. It's my New Year's resolution. Getting the resolution Uh-oh. of the audio up. So here we are. That's very good. Very good resolution. For some reason, it's still not showing. Yours is very loud, and mine is, like, really far away. Do I just have a much louder voice? Well, yes, but I've been telling you that for ages, so it's good you (laughs) realize. Anyway, how are Um, you? It's been a while. uh, Yes, it has. Um, So I'm good. It's been a very eventful uh between the years per se how about you yes i'm good um so i have a little anecdote if you'd like to hear it go for it um i went to the sauna house which is here in Asheville, um and it's this lovely bathhouse with a couple saunas a couple cold plunges um i went with the goat himself guru Gregory. greg um guru greg and no for those who are wondering luckily it is not a nude sauna apparently in germany you have to use them nude which is like so awful because what if you go with your family i don't want to sit there nude with my family i think there's an argument for hygiene when you're nude but yeah i i do agree with you i think Ugh, with family i feel like that's not hygienic well, how is that more hygienic? I guess because you shower off. I don't really know. Anyway, keep going. Not with the family. Anyway, we're British um, here. Yeah, not with the family. So we wore bathing suits, um, and we were just uh, sitting in some of these. They have these lovely, like heated chairs. They're like plastic chairs, and they're heated from the inside, or they might be ceramic or something. Um, and so you just sit there and like get warmed by the chair. It's really nice. But we were sitting there and suddenly we hear like this from the cold plunge, like this very loud breathing, like, (sighs) and we look over and there's this like guy in there, Mm -hmm. tall, thin, tattoos, beard, you know, the drill. Um, he's breathing really loudly and then the breathing turns into humming which grows louder and louder. Mm. And then he starts Wait, singing Wait, Kelda, can I do on... the sound effects while you tell the story? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it turned to humming. Mm-hmm. And it turned into a full-on, like, have you ever heard, like, mm-hmm. that is very distracting, Mongolian throat singing? <laughs> yeah, that is literally, oh, my God, the listeners are going to hate that. Um... But yes, that is what he was doing, like, really, really loudly out of the cold plunge. He's still sitting in it, um, just singing away this weird, like, Viking song, like, he kind of sounded like a didgeridoo. Oh, yeah. But are you Um, sure he wasn't calling for help? Because I feel like maybe he was stuck in the cold plunge. Nope, he was not. Oh. He was having a moment. 
And me and Greg, and then we were, we had talked to these two ladies that were also there, and we were just looking over at them, and like we were all like, okay, this man's having a moment. So then we went back into the shower, into the sauna, and guess who's in the sauna? The Mongolian the man himself. Singer. Yes, who happens to be a skinny white man. Um, and he is doing yoga right in front of the door, in front of everyone, um, and breathing really hard again. So we all were sitting in the sauna. He's laid out on the floor. I kept thinking he was going to burn his foot because his foot kept going. You know how, like, there's usually, like, a little fence around the sauna part, Mm -hmm. like the stove part? His foot kept going, like, under the fence towards the stove. And I was like, maybe he's just burning it on purpose. But he was doing all these, like, crazy stretches in front of everyone and just, like, making a lot of noise. And we're all just sitting there, like, trying to relax. And uh, eventually everyone left except for Greg and I because they couldn't handle it. Um, We kept looking at each other, like, trying not to laugh out loud. It was quite awkward. And then Greg, of course, he Greg fed into it, right? So Greg is like, because at this point, I'm like, this guy, he either is just living his best life with no fucks, or he wants loads of attention, and he wants to pick up a chick or something there. And uh, Greg is like, wow, you're really flexible. I'm really impressed. And I was like, Greg, dear God. And then he just starts having this conversation about yoga and how He didn't used to be, but now that he does it all the time, he's flexible, blah, blah, blah. It was... Anyways, uh, I'm still recovering from that experience. Uh, What would you... What do you think of people, you know, doing things like that in public spaces? Um, I think it depends where. Because in the park, that's, like, totally acceptable, I would say. Um, Yeah. And kind of in the sauna as well. I've stretched in the sauna, but I wouldn't do it if there was loads of people. And also it seems like if I'm, I might be getting this wrong, but it seems like that's more of a relaxation spa type sauna experience. So. Yes. There's no one's beating themselves with willow branches there. Yeah. But you know, some it's not like the Russian are attached to the. Um, are attached to a gym or something so often you would go in there no this was like a spa Mm. yeah I think it's just a bit of exhibitionism which um, it is yeah I don't know I don't really have a problem with but it's not I wouldn't say it's necessarily my style I would say it's more your style (laughs) Uh, (laughs) shut up I found it quite funny, I'm not going to lie. But it's like hard when it's funny and you can't laugh. That makes it... Because <laughs> you're trying to be polite. But they're not trying to be polite. So maybe I should have just laughed. Yeah, I think... But... Uh, I don't know. What, so my other New Year's resolution is... Um, and this is for real this time. Is to like not really care about anything. Um, oh my god what do you think of that <laughs> so like I guess I could be is the it cheerful next time 
I call this cheerful nihilism, or is that wrong? Do you mean, like, don't care what anyone thinks, or don't care about anything? Because, like, that's, like, cheerful nihilism. It's more just, like, try and look at the try and look at the bigger picture and a lot of the stuff i get stressed about doesn't really matter or it doesn't matter that whether i get stressed about it or not so like i'm just my plan going into the new year is hopefully not to sweat the small stuff i think is probably a better way of putting it <laughs> sweat what? we were just talking about the sauna oh. ah, nice one. um that is a good plan. I have, like, um, taken that whole plan to the extreme in my life as well. In this past year, I've just felt, like, a bit like, eh, nothing matters anyway. Maybe I should just not I don't really care about the sauna guy. I thought it was quite funny. But I did think, like, it was a little bit disrespectful to other people as well. Yeah, it sounds like he was making a lot of noise, so that could affect your relaxation. And then also, and then in you, a way. Yeah, he's blocking the door. Yeah, so. But it's whatever. Like, maybe he was just having fun. Um, but that was one of my main experiences this week. Did you have any odd ones? Uh, I'm sure I did, but I can't remember them. But I do have some experiences you can choose from if you'd like. Uh, I have, um, mostly from my trip to Sicily, I have, Ooh. uh, tell us all the drama, getting a mullet in Sicily. That's the first one or a mullet. Yes. Or getting what drunk in Sicily or, um, I don't really have a third one. Those are the two options you can choose from. When you say mullet, do you mean the hair mullet? Yeah. All right, I need to hear about this. Yeah, I mean, you know the conclusion of the story, but uh, I went to, so I was in Sicily for a week and I decided this is a great time to get my hair cut and also um, went with the lovely Francesco who's from Sicily and his one of his cousins got her hair cut and I thought, well, she probably knows the best place. So anyway, I followed her in. Um, got uh tried to understand the word for layers which is scala which is also the word for steps worryingly um anyway then then francesco and his cousin both left leaving me with no command of the language and them with no english so there was a bit of a language barrier there and then um yeah then i uh yeah, so they did my hair. The, well, basically what they do, and I don't know if it's like this in the US, but like they had someone, they had two ladies there who did the who did the washing and the styling. And then there was a guy, I think he was the owner, who did all the cutting. So he was like the skilled cutter and they were like the non-skilled mm-hmm. labor. Um, anyway, but he, so he cut my hair, but I knew for a fact that he wanted to go to lunch. Um, so I was like, uh, oh, he's going to be in a rush. 
Okay. Um, yeah, and anyway, so yeah, he did the, he was in a bit of a rush, but he was like, this is going to look really long, even though I'm cutting it short, which should have been, I mean, he said that with his hands, which should have been a bit of a um, red, red flag. flag. Exactly, but then they styled it like super curly, which I've never had before. <laughs> it's quite nice. Oh, is that the picture you sent me? Yeah, exactly. And then... Um, you looked so different. I know. It was like super, like kind of wedding vibes, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then the next day, it was like all straight again. And I was like, oh, my word. It's like steps. Like, it's not layers. It's just all different lengths. Like, it's really short. It's like this short oh, no. in the front. And then in the back, it's really long. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I don't really know what to oh, do. No. I'm not too. It's not. It's not that annoying because I more cut it for like you know you cut it for health of hair, but it's also. Um. Yeah, because I do wear my hair up a lot anyway, so it's not the end of the world. It's just. Um, yeah, I I kind of thought I would get. Yeah, I would get a better haircut, I guess. Um, it was about four to five. It was probably about five times cheaper than a UK haircut. Because here you'd pay. Okay, that's good. For all of that, you'd probably pay about 120 pounds. Um, mm-hmm. There it was 26 euros. So wow, less. that's very cheap. Yeah, so. Yeah. Lucked out on the price. Well, not so much on the actual cut. Oh no! I mean, it's a, a very You'll be mullet. Let's say that it, it's short in the front. Is it not just layers? No, it's not layers. I mean, it's layers. Okay. If, if you think layers are steps, I guess giant steps. <laughs> That's like um, reminds me of like what was some of the girls in high school had like. Uh, I guess how long ago was it now? Like fifteen years ago, mm-hmm. they would have like these really intense layers, and then really intense highlights. So maybe it's coming back. I know mullets are coming back. At the chicken sports games, we see a lot of mullets. Um, it's, but yeah, but then it was really it was good to see Francesco's lovely family. Um. Guru Greg, the goat himself, give us a little update of what he's. God, you have to tell Guru him. Greg. Oh, sorry. Oh my gosh, I thought you could hear her. Greg, what are you up to right now? We need an update. Oh my god, what am I up to? Well, we just had a. Am I part of the podcast now? Yeah. Okay. Can it? Will it hear me? Yeah. Talking to the mic. Well, we just Gregory. had a lovely weekend at the lake. Uh, I can Sarah? Yeah, just keep talking. I want to hear Sarah as well. It's weird otherwise. Okay. I don't know how. Like, here? Ah, it's okay. <laughs> We've got some come technical little brother, issues. Come. Gregorius, let's hear from you. For a mere second. We just... Well, what can I tell you? We just had a lovely lake house weekend. Ooh. At a, at a lake house that Kelda manages, or Kaz, sorry. Uh, and yeah, now I'm feeling 
lovely and relaxed, but also very tired. And this evening, all Kaz's friends are coming over, so I have to be at my best for game night. Uh-oh. It it'll might be... end in tears. <laughs> it'll be a nightmare. <laughs> but I don't want to interrupt the pod. Keep going, Kelda. Could you go over that article you were talking about? What happened? You're not allowed to yes. go anymore. Okay, so 2023 banished words list. All right. And this is according to LSU. It's a university. They did, uh, uh, oh my God, I can't talk. All right, so the list is number one, goat. Like greatest of all time, goat. Number two, inflection point. Number three, quiet quitting. Number four, gaslighting. Number five, moving forward. Number six, amazing. Number seven, does that make sense? Number eight, irregardless. Number nine, absolutely. And number 10, it is what it is. And these words should be banished according to a survey that the university did with um, 1,500 plus nominations of words and terms for banishment, but those were the top 10 that were picked out. And goat was the top number one that people want to banish. What do you think of that? Well, just off the bat, gaslighting and um, uh, the other one. What was the un one under gaslighting? Moving forward. No, okay, above. Uh, quiet, quiet quitting. Quiet quitting. Those are, those are two words that I think were in like... Those are two words that were like words of the year for this year. So I guess it depends. They were, on yeah, the and people want to banish them. Quiet quitting. Oh my word, the cat. To be honest, I don't really. The only ones I would ban on that list are. Um, does it make sense? Was that one of them? Yeah, and that one is quite annoying. Amazing. It's amazing. It's so amazing. And absolutely. Um, I, but other than that, I don't really... Absolutely would ban. I would absolutely ban that one. Which ones would I you... I actually quite like using absolutely. Which ones would you ban? Uh, definitely amazing. It's overused. Does that make sense? Is a complete waste of breath. Um, irregardless is kind of an annoying word. Because people use it in the wrong way, I feel like, all the time. And a lot of people say regardless, but they're supposed to say irregardless. And then, um, it is what it is, that's like a nothing statement. It's absolute. No, I think it is what it is, is part of my new philosophy going into 2023. Because it is what oh, it no. is, it's like, you can't do anything about it, so it is what it is. I'm in full support of that one. Uh, the goat one, I don't have a large opinion on, but I am glad that it's been canceled, just so I could tell Greg. Yeah, that was sweet. Um, sweet. And sweet, sweet revenge. Mm -hmm. um, quiet quitting is quite annoying to me. How, how do you feel about that? The word or the action? Both. Oh, I'm going to get cancelled for this, aren't I? No, I think you'll be fine. Um, 
quiet quitting um i quiet quitting is when you basically stop doing anything extra in your job and do the bare minimum is that what it is i think so yeah i i mean i don't really have a problem with it but I, the one thing i do think about that is you if you have so you only live once which should also be cancelled maybe but yolo yolo but a lot of the your life is spent working so I, maybe rather than quiet quitting try and find something that you would like to do and that's interesting enough to keep you going obviously it's going to be boring some days but try and find something you can at least um grow and learn and progress as a person because that is part of you know that is part of work is you can always be learning something new or at least that's that's what i think um wh what do you think about that yeah i i agree with you definitely um my philosophy on the quiet quitting thing is like i think it's quite unhealthy to and like other people may disagree with me i totally understand but like to do something and not you know try to do your best um i think like just doing the bare minimum it doesn't really fulfill you that much and if you're spending like 40 hours a week doing it um i just feel like that you might be quite miserable yeah um and so then like you said i think if that's you know kind of how you feel about your job like I know it's a luxury to try and change your job. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to be um, like unrealistic about it, but either that, or I think like, you know, my job is not like anything glamorous. In fact, a lot of people I think would hate it, but like, I think I choose to make the most of like, you know, doing a good job and enjoying my moments while I'm working because in reality, like we only have so much time on this planet. Might, if we're gonna spend it working, which most of us will, might as well like try to make the best of it and like do a good job. So where is that, that's kind of my philosophy. Where is that quote from sweep streets like Michelangelo Street, painted? Yes, exactly. Was that Martin Luther King? Maybe, oh my word. Um, I'm going to look it up because I really love that quote. That's, I think it's good. I think that. it's a good antidote. I muttered that to myself as I washed the 700th dish of the day. Sweep streets. I also muttered that like to myself. Michelangelo painted. Yes, it was Martin Luther King Jr. I got that right. Oh, well done. A bit um, for you. I'll read it to you. For a little bit of I mean, I've inspiration it, no not the whole thing you you have to quote it properly if <laughs> if it falls your lot to be a street sweeper sweep streets like michelangelo painted pictures sweep streets like beethoven composed music sweep streets like leontine price sings before the metropolitan opera Sweep streets like Shakespeare wrote poetry. I love that. It's good. It's good. 
It's good content. It's really good. Um, yeah. Do we? It's a good way to start the new year. Did you have any other resolutions that you wanted to share with us? You know, I have this like thing about New Year's resolutions, and I don't know what you think of it, so I'll be interested to hear. But like, I do think that I think it's a very nice idea. Um, I do think a lot of people like they say. I think when it's like a very like uh, detailed idea, for instance. I'm not going to eat sugar for 30 for 30 days on and then 30 days off and 30 something like that or like I'm going to go to the gym every day. I think most people set themselves up for failure with that. So I don't necessarily like uh including me. I don't necessarily think like it's necessarily super helpful to have like a day where you just make this giant sweeping like statement that you're going to change your life drastically. Um, but I do think it's really helpful to maybe come up with a, like a lifestyle change that you could incorporate realistically that will improve your life. Um, and it could be like starting small, I think is much better. Or like a word for your year that describes like the attitude you're going to have for that year. Um, but yeah, I don't necessarily think like these big sweeping like I'm going to lose 30 pounds or whatever it is. Like I don't think it's just can be quite disappointing when you don't meet those goals and then it makes you more discouraged. If that makes sense. Yes. And also try and find a positive goal maybe. But um Yes, I, would, I agree. I would like to learn to drive this year more as a more as me thinking that I'm going to be moving to Italy and I want to have as mo much freedom as possible. And I think it's in London, it's definitely not necessary to learn how to, to know how to drive because you have such good uh, public transport. But in, you know, maybe in a smaller city or if you want to go traveling a bit more it's quite useful but i'm petrified of trying to drive um mostly because oh i believe in you oh i mean i think i need a bit more than that <laughs> but thanks i'm sorry that's all i can give do you not have any advice i mean basically with a bike i'm i'm okay but I have gone into the back of several cars slash vans. So Ooh. I'm yeah. Wait, when you talk about going into the back of a van, did the van pull over and throw you into the back? Was it like a kidnapping or you just hit the back of them? Maybe it was a kidnapping, but then they saw <laughs> what they were de who they were <laughs> dealing with and they thought, nah. <laughs> no, what happened was the van was um right in front of me going down quite a small street and then they i was too close obviously you should always leave two chevrolets between you but um and i was wearing a helmet so i'm still here today but basically they stopped so abruptly you wouldn't have expected it at all and i went straight in with my helmet like to the back of the van um oh no 
and like they didn't even notice that was that was the funny thing i just kind of <laughs> i did that thing dogs do i like kind of picked myself up and just shook my head and on i went um oh dear uh are you worried about doing that in a car when you're driving is that what you're saying I think I'm worried because I don't have very I'm not I'm not at all interested in driving a car like I I'm quite good at learning stuff that I'm interested in so like um I mean like editing the pod that was quite interesting for me to learn how to do it so I did Thank it. God. Um but I always find if I'm not interested then it's very hard for me to pick something up so and it's yes. quite technical and my brain is quite um qualitative versus quantitative i would say i'm more qualitative information uh tips i would have are you just have to get past the uncomfortable phase which is not a very good tip but if you it just it is encouraging though cuz when you start like trying to learn it's just like ah oh. This is so like stressful, you know, it's never going to be relaxing. I'll just be stressed all the time. Um, and I will say like after two weeks, you just kind of settle in and it becomes like second nature. Um, and now like you hate this. When I, <laughs> when I drive somewhere, like when I get there, I don't even remember like anything I did because it's so, it's so like instinctual for me at this point that is just I just do the thing you know um and I think that's quite good because then it you know you can think about other things you're not stressed all of that so it so feels I think just, super hard at the beginning is what you're saying yeah it feels like really 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 stressful because you're on alert like all the time which being on alert makes it harder like it's it's similar to like sports or something when you're like hyper vigilant you're not learning well um but after you have learned to relax a bit it's much better and i would say like practicing on country roads uh in like a neighborhood um like with not not highways like highways are really stressful so get comfortable first like in in a different area before you start driving highways. Yeah. The other thing I have, which dear reader, dear listener, do not get too worried about this, but I have this thing where I freeze. So <laughs> oh, no. if I'm really scared, like if I'm on a bike and I'm really scared, I'm super careful. Cause like you do have to be quite careful in London because the drivers are quite unpredictable and like, someone can open a car door when you're biking along and stuff like this. So I am really careful, but I do know that if I get frightened, I tend to freeze, which I just think is a terrible. So do you think a lot of driving is kind of muscle memory and almost instinctual? Because that's what I'm worried about is like, I don't know. I just, yes. I feel like I could, I don't know. I, I'm worried about hitting someone or something. It is quite instinctual. Like, once you get used to it, it's, like, very unusual to have an accident because it's such, like, your instincts are so tuned in. 
to what you're doing. Um, but yeah, just you just have to like pay extra attention the first, you know, year of driving, and then you'll be okay. But the first two weeks are really the worst. After that, it's much easier. Okay. And I wouldn't learn in England because you're going to be driving on a different side of the road than everywhere else. I know, I know, but I just have yeah. a bit more time to learn now. And I I, uh, I feel like I, I need to get a start because it's nothing against me, but I think it's going to take me a bit longer than some other people to learn to drive because I really have no experience. I'm not one of these people who drove their father's car when I was six years old and like just passing is kind of <laughs> just, you know, the, the creme on the top of the cappuccino it's more like i actually need to learn this stuff from yeah i didn't grow up driving who's gonna teach you well i guess so other advice yeah i would have is like try to get someone who you're not emotionally connected to to train you well that's easy for me <laughs> literally <laughs> anyone in that case um Oh, no, because the more emotion that's involved, the more stressful it's going to be. And try to find someone like very calm and passive. Well, I'll probably hire someone. In other words, you know what this? Oh, that is a good idea because it takes all the emotion out of it. Um, you know, really, this reminds me of something this weekend. Pet peeve, pet peeve of mine is the boyfriend is constantly, if I drive, like giving me little tips on like what route to take or like what he would do in that scenario. And I'm like, shut up. But why does that annoy you so much? Do you do it to him as well or no? I don't nearly as much. It's just this backseat driving thing makes me absolutely mad. Because it's like, I'm the one driving. I'm going to make the decision. And when when someone's telling you, like, what to do when you're driving, it makes you, like, more stressed, which makes you drive worse. And then they feel more justified. And it's just, like, this vicious cycle. At least for me. Yes, I have I noticed that as well with, um, in general, I've noticed that dynamic of, men commenting on women's driving um it's so infuriating oh and i have a funny anecdote about that as well so one time uh at thanksgiving i went with uh simon and his brother and his wife to a football game and i had to drive like two hours to charlotte to watch it and uh and i drove i was being you know it's my car i was the designated driver, all that. Um, and they, of course, like, love to comment, both of them, which is just, like, that is unbearable. So before I left, I was like, no comments on my driving or you guys can drive. I'm not doing this. Um, still, there were, you know, some comments. They, they managed to hold back pretty well, which they hadn't for the rest of the week. And then... When we got to the parking lot, it was quite narrow, the parking spot. So I was like, you know what? I I know that if I park here, they're going to have a bunch to say. So I was like, I got out and I was like, one of you is parking. 
because I'm not going to deal with, like, you, like, stressing me out while I'm trying to park in a very narrow spot. Um, And I was like, it'd be fine if you guys weren't in here, but I know you're going to, like, just make it horrendous. So I, I stand out there, you know, Simon's brother, he gets in to park, and <laughs> the, the parking attendant was, like, he was backing in, and he almost, like, hit this other car. And the parking attendant was like, whoa, 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 they should have let you drive. <laughs> and you felt vindicated. And, and I was like, yeah, I was like, you know what, I, I, it's not that I can't park here, it's just that I didn't want to deal with them telling me how to drive and how to park. And he, and I, I had to tell them afterwards, I was like, that was hilarious. I was so, so vindicated by that whole thing. Um... But that is, like, it's one of my pet peeves. I can't stand this, like, mansplaining thing. Really gets to me. Yeah, it's not It's not nice when you're doing something, and especially if you have to, you know, you're doing it as kind of a nice thing for everyone else, and then everyone thinks it's, exactly. this is a good time to comment. Also, I would say it's slightly dangerous, because from what I've observed, I think part of driving is is a confidence level you know you need to be yes. certainly a bit confident in your own ability in order to drive um yes absolutely but and then if they're commenting it makes you less confident and then it's more dangerous definitely yeah D- it's very distracting the other the last question i have is how do you not hit the other cars because they seem so close You just don't. You just get used to like where they you are. You know the size of your it's car. Just, is that how it is? Yeah, and you also like it just becomes like this spatial awareness thing where you kind of get used to like how close you are to someone, but it's just all with practice. Like there's nothing else there's no other way to do it except just practice. And use a small car to learn in. Do not learn in a giant vehicle. <laughs> Well, my goal is to get a Cadillac, so maybe I need to... What? Isn't that a really large car? So maybe I need to start with... It is. I need to learn with, like, a Humvee. Is that... I don't even know. Next thing I know, you're going to be selling Mary Kay and driving a pink Cadillac. I don't know what Mary Kay is, but the pink Cadillac... It's one of those pyramid schemes, and, like, the whole marketing thing was, like... If you do well, you'll be driving a pink Cadillac. Because, like, one of their reps managed to do that, but, like, literally no one else. Yeah, that's how it, it doesn't is. work for anyone else. Um, yeah. Speaking of uh, confidence levels, I've now moved up in my tennis lessons from Rusty Rackets, Ooh. which was the beginners, to Intermediate, oh, which has, a, a cute name. has another name, but I can't remember. I will look it up for you. Um Yes, so I've moved up a level in tennis, so that's quite exciting. That's very exciting. Congratulations on that. Thank you. I mean, it's self self uh, promotion because they said, uh, "Just Love go it. for it if you want to go for the next one." So intermediate, I am, and then in order to give us all a confidence boost, we played this game where um, you did. Like you were volleying back and forth, and then whoever lost would move down, 
and whoever won would move up, if that makes sense. There was a bunch of people. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was the worst of everyone. <laughs> <But> <laughs> well, someone's got to be the worst, right? And it also made me think, like, at <laughs> least I'm going to get better. Because playing with people who are better than you definitely makes you push yourself harder and all these good things. So felt a little bad Absolutely. for the other people oh. there. But... I just used a cancelled word. Absolutely. I just said absolutely. Absolutely. It is what it is. Um, no, that's... I'm proud of you. I'm glad you tried. There's no better way to learn than losing. That's all I have to say. Absolutely. If at first you can't succeed, try again, try again, try again, try again, and then try again. But how are you with this lethargy that somehow has seems to overcome one at this time of year there's a real feeling of a need for a nap that kind of pervades every moment of the day do you do you say lethargy i say lethargy is that british or is it or is it just me we'll never know or is it just you we may know all right listeners right into the instagram dm Lethargy or lethargy? Lethargy. Zucchini or zucchini? Um, I, or courgette. Aubergine or eggplant? Yogurt or, or yogurt? Or melon. Tomato, tomato. Oh, my word. Oregano or, or, right. or oregano? Definitely not oregano. Well, that's the Italian oregano. one, which is like where oregano. Oh, is it? Oregano is from. No, that's uh, the originated. No one knows. Okay, keep going. Um, but anyways, the lethargy, it has definitely set in. Like, I just spent the whole of last week. Like, I feel like I just wanted to lie on the couch the whole week. Which I didn't because I'm better than that. <laughs> no. There's nothing it's wrong with lying like, on the couch. Yes. Uh, let me walk that back a bit. Um, I did not because I have a child and also a brother in town. And so we tried to actually do things. But yeah, I just I felt like I would have been totally happy just lying on the couch. Like watching TV and eating. I feel like you're Let's being not a forget bit the eating about le- the lethargy, where in actual fact, you're meant to be lying on the couch. Listen, you must hike every day. <laughs> I think a lot of it was like the, the goat was, uh, I need exercise right now. Like just now he said, is this your last thing today? Because I need to go to the gym. And I'm just not feeling the gym. I do not want to go to the gym at all. I just want to like... Although I did really enjoy the hiking parts. We went on a different hike almost every day this last week, which is quite lovely. And the weather was very nice. Oh, the drama. I almost forgot the drama with the water. I'm so excited about the drama because no one wants to hear about your lovely nature walks. So let's hear all about it. Guys, big shout out to walking in the woods. It clears your mind and your soul. We had to walk into the woods to collect water because the water in Asheville 
and in our neighborhood specifically, kept going out um, after the freeze. And so, yeah, I guess a lot of pipes burst or something. And so I think they really maybe not, maybe they're not spending uh, our water bill money on infrastructure, which is my biggest concern at the moment. <laughs> not that I can do anything about that. But um, we didn't have water for most of the week. So we had to go hiking into the woods, go to the stream, collect water, carry it in buckets on our heads back to the house um, Did you actually to carry flush them the toilets on your head? with. Sometimes. Hmm. Which is really the best way to do it because it's a lot like easier than trying to carry it in one hand or the other. It's a lot better for your back. Okay. And also just easier. But no, it's quite interesting because it really made me appreciate having running water, which is something I totally take for granted. Shut <laughs> Sarah's face is like, no, you wouldn't know because you've never had to Let's hear. walk to the woods just so you can take a poo. Okay. Wait, were you pooing in the woods? I didn't woods? poo in the woods. No, I didn't poo in the woods. I got water to flush the toilets with. I think what we should each do is tell one time when, <laughs> one time when we had to poo or pee outside, and then come up with a word for the year after. But I will go first, so you have time to think of both of those things. Does that sound okay? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So one. <laughs> So one time when I was um, working in the gym, I came home and I'd forgotten my keys and it goes, well, I mean, as this story is going to go, I needed to use the toilet very badly and I couldn't get into the house. So <laughs> this is like in the middle of, of like, yeah, there wasn't like, it's not like the woods. You couldn't just run into the woods. So I ran into this little cove of bushes, but <laughs> it was Why didn't you just go to a business that had restrooms? I mean, it was a real situation. It wasn't something that could be resolved. <laughs> it was more of a, this needs to happen now. And I thought I had my keys. And there's a thing, like your mind does this when you're walking home, it'll be like, now we're home. Do you know what I mean? So, like, now yeah, we can relax. Yeah. The, the, um, ooh, what are they called? I can't remember. The sphincters. Um, oh, God. Anyway, so, yes. So, I was, but I didn't want anyone to think that I was using the loo outside. So, I just, <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Why am I telling this story? Anyway, um, Oh, my word. Anyway, so, yes, I just used the loo in a, a cove of bushes. And then I, like, pretended I was... I can't even remember, but I pretended I was doing something in there, like, something useful. But must have been quite obvious. And then once I felt better... It was useful. I went and picked, like, got the window open by sheer ingenuity oh, wow. and climbed through the window. Um, so... A couple things. All's well that ends well. Yeah. A, a couple things. Um, 
picking the window open. How does that make you feel about the security of your house in London? So it's not the house I live in now. I'm going to put that out there now. Okay, good. good. So there's no... So you can't see the progression of the growth of the bushes and how they flourished the following year. I mean, I had to leave the neighborhood. It was that bad. But I... I, um, This house had 12 other people in it. And also we lived like upstairs and we would lock our oh my actual God. room. But yeah, it's not great that you could quite easily get in through the window. But to be honest, I didn't have anything anyone would want to steal anyway. So um, yeah, but that is my story of having to use the woods, which there weren't any woods. So I had to use the bushes. Do you have anything for us? That is quite quite harrowing um my thing was uh i was we were driving with a bunch of friends uh in miami miami and yes say miami in february where which is like you know very busy season there um and there's a lot of traffic there and you get stuck you know how florida is with driving and traffic and um, we were driving downtown. We were going to go to Miami Beach. And uh, we were driving, driving, stuck, stuck, stuck in traffic. It's been like three hours. We all had like massive breakfast with mimosas or whatever um, and coffee. So we all really needed to pee. Um, but we couldn't find anywhere to pee. So finally, we were able to park on top of a parking garage. This is also not the wo- There's no woods in Miami. Um, and... There were no bathrooms there. And you know what? We couldn't wait anymore. So we all crouched down on the parking garage roof and peed. And it was... (laughs) I'm just thinking it went down the ramps, like all the way down to the bottom. It did. Like a river. All I could think was like, this, I never knew like how much you actually peed. And it's a lot. It's a lot of water. Okay, sorry, we've got. And then so also, disgusting. what, Kelda? Tell us what else. I felt like it was quite a bonding experience, and we'll never forget it. So, can you remind me? My next... word of wisdom for today. Wait, should I tell them one more story? That is so funny. Yeah, but this is a random word of wisdom: is that you should always pee with your friends <laughs> on a parking garage roof because you only have one life. Yolo. And it makes a good story. Yeah. All right, go Yeah, ahead. I mean, it, it. yeah. I do like to hear people's <laughs> stories of alfresco defecation. <laughs> All right, last. Uh, mine was not as bad. Pee is not that gross. No, I didn't. I just peed as often. It's just water. Um, the other. Oh. What? I thought you meant no, other... I didn't. Anyway, um, let's go. But the other... The last story is I had a friend whose dog... They had a balcony overlooking another balcony. The, the lower balcony went out um, farther than the first one. Does that make sense? And they went downstairs yeah. to have um, lunch with their neighbors downstairs. And when they were sitting there, all eating the food suddenly it started the like a stream of water <laughs> came onto the table 
Oh no! And their dog from upstairs was peeing onto their neighbor's lunch that they'd made. From that is their horrendous. House. So they ran upstairs and stopped the dog, but obviously it was way too late. But I on my first. Oh my god! That's so, so bad. I love like the the dynamic of like the neighbors inviting you to lunch and then the like your, yeah like, everything and then so your dog pees on it anyway um oh that is so bad i wonder if they stayed friends after that yeah hopefully they saw the funny side yeah i would be quite annoyed but also it's so funny as well it's really funny i don't know how i'd feel because i'd feel like oh i put all this work into making the food it's really annoying. Yes. Yeah. Do you have a word of the year, Kelda? A word of the year. You go for it while I think of mine. Mine's going to have to be bravery for myself because I feel like I need to, well, thinking about trying to learn to drive and facing a couple of things I need to be brave and probably should have chosen kindness or something but I think for me it's going to be bravery and yeah hopefully hopefully I can bring that into the new year hopefully your only situation in which you have to be brave is learning to drive and moving because I don't want the universe to manifest opportunities for you to be brave in that would be quite quite a bad thing but but with I driving to take, i can totally i don't understand. want to take stupid risks but i want to take bold steps let's Ooh, say that boldness um, that's good and not bold is good not kind I of like that. always i i can get in a bit of a rut of double double Oh, that's the wrong word. Double guessing myself. So I'll I'll think of an idea and then I'll second go, guessing. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's like that's the these are the reasons that's a bad idea. But and that's good for mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. assessment of something. But I do want to kind of push myself and and you know go for a run and do it a hundred percent rather than just do stuff with 100% because I I feel sometimes and also with that pandemic it was it was hard to keep momentum up and I Mm -hmm. I would just like especially right now between the years definitely that momentum has died (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, wait we're in the new year now we have energy I had a whole thing going but you you squashed me down but oh, I will no. rise up. I'm sorry. Anyway, but I thought that was very <laughs> brave of me to put some sound effects in the New Year's app. So, or in the Christmas app. So if you Ooh. haven't listened to that, well, get yourself a treat by listening to those. So you go ahead. I Kelda. love the sound effects. I just wanted to shout out our editor, Sazzy Hazzy, for doing kindly. such a wonderful job in this last year and the new year will be even better because it will have random sound effects in it um my word for the year which i'm thinking right now and based off of what i want for the coming year is growth and expansion 
I want to grow um, and expand. One word, please. All right. Growth. I want to grow everything wait, in my wait, life. Wait, 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 wait. You froze. <laughs> uh, you want to grow. Grow everything in my life. Everything needs to get bigger and better and more fulfilling and, uh, yeah, America. America. Just kidding. Um, you know, I'm really on this train of, like, comparing America to other places because our brother is here and that's like what he talks about 24 7 it's a so now when topic. I'm like saying it needs to, when it when I say it needs to be bigger and better I immediately think like everything in America is like always having to be bigger and better but that's not really what I mean I mean that like I want to grow my business I want to grow my personal goals and my mental health and happiness and all of that so that is kind of where i'm at with this new year mm. i think i've done a lot of um protecting the fort and holding it down um and you know caring for others and i think this year is about growing things for myself so i think i'm really excited about that so the other day i was lying on the floor thinking about all your goals and I was getting so excited about them um I don't know how <laughs> like that that idea about you building a house and stuff maybe I shouldn't say that on the pod but that's fine anyway I was gonna hold me to I was it getting so excited about them and I was just lying there thinking look at that lady go she's built one house and now she's building here another. she goes um here she goes. Yeah, that is one of my goals is to like figure out, well, first the money part because financing, hooray. Um, I've been trying to make lots of money this year and, um, and to report everything to a T so that I can uh, get a good loan for the investment house that I want to build on the property by the lake. And I think that would be really, really fun, um, a fun thing to do. Also super stressful, I'm sure. But um, I already have like this giant plan for like an outdoor sauna with like a outdoor shower in the back in the woods. I think it's gonna be amazing. So stay tuned. Maybe we will hold a live pod retreat <laughs> at the new, I don't think Saz is a fan of this. I am, I am, as long as it involves nude sonning. <laughs> oh, it is my property, so we can do whatever we want. And streaking in the woods. <laughs> streaking through the woods. Uh, the chicken built a fort there, which is quite cool. Oh, that's cool. But also now I feel bad. It was very for bringing good. the tone down. Um, well, I'm very excited about 2000. No, you didn't bring it down. As yes, right I'm glad now. we started it with such a lowbrow um, episode. I think it can only go up from here, right? So that is very exciting. That's so rude. Okay, we said goodbye already, so <laughs> goodbye to all. No, we didn't. And have a good And week. to all, a good night. Thank you for listening to Skin and Blister. 
If you have questions or comments, please email us at skinandblisterpod at gmail.com.